Hey mamas, it's Laura back again in your ears. This is episode one in our hashtag mum life series. I'm chatting with Jen Butler about matrescence third time round. I know you're going to love it. Enjoy. Hey mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. Hi, mamas. It's Laura here. Welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. It has been a hot minute since I've been in your ears. Apologies for the pause on the podcast recording. Look, some of you may not have even realized maybe my ego is inflated. (laughs) And here I am thinking that you're just waiting for me to come back and turns out you didn't even notice. But between being a mama to three kids, my littlest Luca is catnapping like an absolute trooper. It has just been quite hard to find the time, truthfully, to sit down and record a podcast uninterrupted. So I'm changing my tact and I'm just doing as much as I can in a shorter space of time as possible and trying to just really let go of my perfectionist and just get it out there. So right now I'm recording Don't look amazing. I'm just jumping on the mic fresh as I am because I've got a 45 minute window where Luca sleeps and you just got to get it done. So (laughs) I am so excited for this series. This is a six part series that we have hashtag mum life (laughs) with the amazing Jen Butler. You will have heard her before on my podcast. She did our amazing newborn life series and you can find her over on Instagram at Jen Butler Early Parenting. She is a legend. I love chatting with Jen. It was just like having a conversation with a mum friend and I really want to get this series out there. It's really conversational. Like I said, it's just like two mums talking at the park or over a glass of wine and just having a really authentic, normal, real chat about motherhood and I just felt like this would resonate a lot with you guys. So I'm really excited. There's six episodes in this series. Today we're going to be talking about matrescence. So our experience of matrescence third time round because Jen and I are up to our third babies and there's so much we've learned about matrescence from our first two journeys that's really set us up to navigate matrescence much more beautifully and I would say much better this third time around. So there's a lot of lols in this series. Um, We actually started recording with an Eminem rap battle, which unfortunately I didn't get recorded, but it was hilarious. Jen and I just, there's lots of laughing, lots of honest chat about motherhood and our journeys through motherhood and matrescence about why becoming a mum was the hardest thing Jen's ever done, how learning to ask for help has been such a vital part of thriving in motherhood, not just surviving, why we think everyone should have a third baby so that you can experience the confidence that we're now experiencing having a third baby. We talk about our tricky and bad moments and why it's important to rephrase that it's just a moment and not a bad day or a tricky day and we can always reset. We also talk about whether we think we're good mums <laughs> or disorganized mums. And I just know that so many people will relate to this podcast episode. So I'm really excited for you to listen to it. As always, I'd love to hear from you over on my socials at Physio Laura. If you love this episode, please come and chat to me. And if you love this style of content and you love that relatable, you know, intimate conversation, 
I have put up inside my Pregnancy Posse membership these weekly pregnancy vlogs. If you're pregnant right now and you love to just talk to someone who feels really relatable, I've done these vlogs from my last pregnancy where I share the intimate details of my pregnancy. I talk about constipation, vaginal discharge. (laughs) I talk about how I'm feeling really crappy some weeks. And I think um, I get a lot of really great feedback from my members about how good that feels to listen to. So if that's the sort of stuff you're looking for in pregnancy, you want to relate to women, we've got a beautiful community forum where women are really honest and share their struggles and ask questions and avoid that Google rabbit hole, which can feel very sterile. And instead, we just talk to each other. It's a really beautiful community. I'd love for you to come check it out, thepregnancyposse.com. You can trial it for seven days and I'd love to see you on the inside over there. But Without further ado, let's jump into this awesome chat with Jen, uh, all about mum life, all about transitioning into matrescence third time round, and I really hope you enjoy it, guys. Hello, Jen. Welcome to the podcast again. I was just having a little thought. You were my first guest I ever interviewed for this podcast, and I don't know if you remember, but we had the worst start. We had tech fails everywhere. Zoom wasn't working. I was getting really sweaty, which is oh, ironic God. given we just wrapped up m and getting wrapping. these week. Arms are sweaty. <laughs> and here we are, like a year and a bit later, back on the potty. We've both just had babies. So you are now a third-time mama. I'm a third-time mama. Our little girls, Georgie and Luca, are now four and a half months old. And I felt it would be really valuable to get you back on the potty to chat about third time round, what life looks like, the lessons we've learned, because I think there is a lot of value in having had our experiences in the past. And I do feel like a different mum this time around. I know you Mm -hmm. feel much more confident and things like that too. So I want to get you on just to chat mum life. Like this is a conversation between two mums at the park, you know, over a glass of wine, just Mm. about where our life is at. So Welcome and thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited for this chat because, yeah, I think there is so much insight to be had in this like coffee chat or wine chat. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Ryan, get me the Shiraz. (laughs) I don't have to feed for another couple of hours. Yeah, no, we're good. It's five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) Just for reference, guys, it is 9.43 in the morning. (laughs) Stop judging us. to do what you gotta do <laughs> okay this, that's gonna be us pulling ourselves back on yeah, exactly yeah so matrescence <clears throat> now this is what I wanted to focus this first theme of the podcast around the term matrescence which I have got another podcast series on if anyone wants to go back and listen to that but how do you feel well first of all when did you learn about matrescence Jen and how do you feel your matrescence journey has been third time round compared to first time round Oh boy. Oh boy. So I only learned about matrescence as I was pregnant with Georgie, my third baby. And I think you had Nikki on the podcast and I had Nikki on my podcast too. And I was opened and like my eyes were open to this concept of matrescence and my third baby. And I still can't believe that because I think that if I'd understood and known about matrescence with Max, my first Oh, I would have been so much more forgiving of myself in that, you know, like I know that, and I know I've spoken about it with Nikki and I know that every child there has been that transition into matrescence again, but geez, nothing tops that first experience of becoming mum for the first time. That's my experience anyway, is I'll forever say that 
becoming a mum was the hardest thing that I have ever done. Uh, and I, I really struggled. I fought it. I, yeah, it was, it was really challenging. And then once I was mum and I, I, I think like there's so much that's changed from child to child, because I think a huge part of matrescence is, is the becoming mum. And so obviously adding kids to the loot, you know, and having more, you, you're always mum. But one thing I found, and this is key, I think, to my happiness as a mum is balance, mm-hmm. balance in being mum but also having something beyond just being mum mm-hmm. which is yeah so important to me and I found I started to find it with Ted and my second son and between Ted and Georgie there's actually four years there's only two year gap between the boys but then there's four years between Ted and Georgie in between then I had I started my business which I call my third baby so technically Georgie's my fourth baby yeah. <laughs> But if you look at the timeline, that's sort of where, you know, things happen. And, and that's where I really found that balance, I think, is just understanding that you can be mum and you can also be something else. So that's where like the sort of changes in matrescence has happened for me. So you feel like from an identity point of view, Jen first time mum versus Jen third time mum, like you've got a better sense of your identity. Is that what you're saying? hundred yep. percent. That's exactly what I'm saying is is yeah, like I, I'm mum and I also have another identity to myself, which I felt guilty about, or I didn't, not even guilty. It's just, I didn't, I think when you first become a mum, I was so excited to go on that leave and not have to work. And I was like, beauty, only to find that I actually missed having another part of me. Hmm. And I, it took me a long time to realize that that was the missing part in my first, you know, experience, like when I became a mum. But it's something that I found, yeah, over the other two. And so I guess stepping into this time round, I knew that I was going to be busier. I was going to, you know, have another baby. I was going to go back to all of it. But I was so excited to do all of that, knowing what was coming at the same time. I think that's a wonderful thing too is, you know, second, third, or beyond babies, you know what's up, you know what's coming up. And mm. while that can be overwhelming, like, or, you know, sometimes a bit scary because you're like, oh, the sleepless nights and whatnot. Mm. But it also helps you to prepare mentally. And there's that sense of looking forward to it, knowing that it goes so quickly. 100%. Yep. I agree with that. <clears throat> yeah. I, I feel like um, the main thing I dropped from first to third and I don't know if you can empathize with this but I think I had a real superwoman status and like story and identity first time around so if I compare my first child and I've had um, kids a bit closer than you so my first isn't even four yet so I've had three in four years and I did have my business just like very early days when Mussy was born but I never asked for help. I actually even went to the point where I kind of refused help. So if people offered help, I'd be like, no, 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 I've got it. It's all good. Mm. No big deal. Um, and I really just tried to go it alone because I felt like I, I don't know, maybe I was proving to myself that I can do it all. I can be a boss babe. I can have a kid. I can see my friends. I can exercise and work out and always have a smile on my face, never break down, never look like I'm struggling, love every part of motherhood, which for the most part, I do believe was true as well. I do think I really enjoyed it. However, I compare it to my third time round. 
And I asked for help and I actually organized help beforehand. And I really lent into being worthy enough to receive help, which I know a lot of women can relate to because I got a lot of feedback on this from my third birth. It felt so good just to rely Mm. on my community and to lean on my community and see how much joy they got from helping me and how much easier my life was and how much smoother and how much more I could enjoy my baby because I wasn't worrying about cooking meals or, you know, dealing with my older two kids. And I think for me, that has been the absolute main lesson that I've learned is just that it's okay to ask for help. You are worthy of asking for help. You deserve help because Mm. being a mom is the biggest, most important job in this world. Someone, I listened to a podcast the other day, this blew my mind. Every, I'm going to butcher it. Every human alive on this planet was created within a woman or something like that. And I was like, yeah. When you think about that, you're like, I, sh- I don't know if I have an explicit warning, so I won't swear, but like, <laughs> what? Yeah. That's amazing. Like women are so powerful. Women are so important. Why are we leaving mothers on their own to just pull their, you know, big girl panties on and just get on with it when we should be nurturing them? So I really lent into that and like made myself do that third time around. I tell you what, that's my advice for anyone is like lean into your community and really let them help you and ask for help and do not refuse help. If anyone, my rule as well was, if anyone offers to help, you say yes. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> like, I think that, um, I think like I, a lot of people say to me, they're like, oh, how do you do it all? And I don't, mm-hmm. I, I do not do it all at all. And I think that's the biggest thing too with like matrescence this time around is that not, I don't have guilt. I don't have guilt about it. I just go, no, I'm not meant to do it all. Women aren't meant to do it all. And you don't actually, at the end of the day, you can, you can try, Mm. but you're not going to get a medal for it. You're just Mm. going to end up burnt out, resentful. Mm -hmm. And looking back, like that's, I think a big thing that I look back at, you know, first time around is I didn't have a lot of help. That was less about um, me not taking it and more about opportunity because of where we lived at the time Mm. um but that is the yeah a huge difference is that I think you just come to learn I can't do this all and it's so much more enjoyable when you step into that 100% I agree with you it's like um there is no medal so even Mm. though we have this weird story in our head that you know, doing it all is celebrated, which it kind of is in society. But at the end of the day, if you're resentful and burnt out, it's what are you achieving? Mm. You know, what what are you actually trying to prove? Like it's okay. You are not weak for asking for help. Like you, you are not struggling. And even if you are, that's okay too. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I think these are a lot of the stories I had to bust through because I felt like I was weak or like um I was showing I wasn't enjoying motherhood if I said I was struggling or I needed help. Or, and then I felt guilty because I was like, but I should enjoy motherhood because not everyone gets to experience this. And look at me, you know, complaining. And it's so yeah. deeply ingrained in us as women, I think, to, yeah, like not accept that all of this can be part of motherhood. You can love motherhood and resent it. You can like love your babies to death, but need space. And, you know, it's not black and white, is it? Like it's this spectrum of gray and mother guilt is such a big thing as well that I think I agree with you that has changed for me third time around. I I let it go quick. I I don't hold on to it for as long as I would have first time around. I remember 
like really agonizing over giving Mussy a dummy first time around. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to ruin him. He's going to be four and screaming for a dummy. And I felt so guilty. Whereas third time around, I just, again, it's with, I've had the experience of having two babies, but you realize you're like, no, I don't have to feel guilty because yeah. all of this will change. This season will pass. If, if it's not working anymore, we can change it. Like I think yeah. sometimes this is where sometimes I want to say to women, have a third baby because you will learn all this and you will do exactly. a 360 and you'll feel so much more confident. So if you're sitting on the fence right now about having a third, what do you reckon, Jen? You're saying yay? Do it. That's what I agonized over the third. Do it. Like the third, the third's the best. Like, but you've got that confidence by now and you're like, oh, it's yep. the best. And exactly what you were saying, like there's so much that I've been like, and like, I'm not saying mum guilt doesn't come in. It still comes in. But as you said, I don't give it a lot of time. I'll sit there. And even last night, like, you know, we, I was sort of going, what I start to feel guilty about is that I'm breastfeeding Georgie and every night I'm putting Georgie to bed because she has her feed just before she goes down. And so I rarely get to read to the boys anymore. And that was killing me. Mm. And so I said to Ryan, let's do something about it. Yep. Like I said, you know what? I've got three children. I need to find some balance. So if that means that you actually give a bottle and that might actually be express milk if I've got some in the freezer, or maybe it'll even be a bottle of formula, yep. like whatever's going to work to bring in that balance. And that sort of stuff I used to agonize over, agonize yep. over. Yep. And now I'm just like, no, we need to, we need to make a decision that's best for all of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear. And that's the thing, just acknowledging like, where do I need to be right now? And you're, you're mm. feeling like, well, I want to be with my two older boys. That's really mm. important to me. I'm with Georgie all day. So therefore maybe Ryan and I can switch. We do the same thing. My husband does the older two to bed. And I really feel that is a big part of me that doesn't get to debrief about the day. And so what I've done instead, because Luca um, is very much like a boo baby at the moment. And I've acknowledged that that's my priority right now, but instead I have a shower with my son and we have a big mm. chat about the day and we debrief and I kind of still get to scratch that itch and like connect with him without having to be there. And again, I think this is something I've come to realize third time around. It's like, how can we make it work for everyone? And just, yeah, dropping expectations to have to be everywhere for everyone. And yes, yeah, so, so, so important. So what do you feel first time to third time? I've obviously talked about like your confidence and the lessons you've learned. Has there been anything I wonder that has surprised you third time around? Like anything that you didn't expect or that's caught you by surprise? I think that all the things that I used to worry about in terms of like, it's like what all so many mums are worried about it, like the whole creating bad habits, the whole you know, like, oh, I shouldn't feed to sleep. I shouldn't, all these shouldn'ts. And I have done all of the shouldn'ts and loved it. Yeah. And like, I think it's knowing, like, you know, even now, so Georgie's four and a half months and we, so she'll go down for naps during the day. And, you know, she always, we always settle her. Like, it's not like she's doing this on her own. And I work in this field. I think this is, you know, it's just, I think a huge thing is about understanding those expectations. So that has been a really liberating part is just being like, she's four and a half months. Like, of course she can't do this mm -hmm. on her own. Mm -hmm. But yes, so at night we, I feed her to sleep before she goes down. And I never did that with the boys because it was quote unquote, the bad thing to do. And like, it's just not, there's actually no such thing 
as good and bad. And at the end of the day, I think once you realize that everything's, everything can be changed, everything can be changed. Yes. Like, you know, it does require you to do things different. And sometimes our babies like to, you know, protest that, but everything can change at the, at the drop of a hat if you want it to. Mm. So that's been a huge thing. I think that has um, surprised me. And I think Another thing that's just surprised me is just the, my, I guess my acceptance of the highs and the lows. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like every, I I think a mindset thing has really, really changed in me where I used to maybe get really overwhelmed with the hard days Mm -hmm. and feel like it was almost accumulation of everything. Whereas now I'm better at sort of realizing that this is just a moment in time. So instead of looking at this as a bad day, it's a bad moment or maybe it was a bad day or maybe it was just a bad afternoon. Mm. And instead of feeling like, you know, you've got this really unsettled baby at any point or something, or even if the kids are like that, that it's just in that moment and that you can change, you know, the dialogue as long as you sort of flip the switch with, not catastrophizing the whole day Mm. so that's like I think just my mindset acceptance that there are tricky days that's been a huge you know change in me this time around Mm. no I love that I think that's I feel like a lot of first-time mums will listen to that and go like that is something I'm gonna you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. yeah. So you can have a bad moment and reset and exactly I think that's that's the most like I used to and this is it's just my nature. I, I'm a bit of a catastrophizer. I will admit it. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jen and I'm a catastrophizer. <laughs> but no I, judgment I here. That, yeah, it's like an AA's meeting. <laughs> um, and like that has been hugely beneficial is to just be like, and, and that's sort of like um, taking a step back and being like, why are you so upset right now? Like it's almost like you question yourself and then it sort of helps you to, it's helped me hugely. And I, I don't know if that's just come with wisdom and a bit more patience or I don't, I don't exactly know what shifted, but it has really made everything a lot better mm. in embracing everything. I love it. What yeah, about man. you? What's been different this time around for you? What uh, surprised just, you? Yeah, what surprised me? Um, I think, yeah, I agree with you in the expectations. So like I'm doing all the quote unquote wrong things and absolutely yeah. loving it. Yeah. <laughs> sleep. Like some days she doesn't have a single sleep in a bassinet. Some days I look at the bassinet and think, why is that even <laughs> up? Why? Well, I'm not even using it. Take it down. It's a clothes <laughs> hanger at the moment. Um, and I have just zero guilt about it. And I know yeah. that if I need to change it or if it's a problem, it's a it's only a problem when it's a problem. I love that yeah. um, quote. But then I was also thinking, I think what surprised me, I think third time round, I thought I would be really organized because I've had kids mm-hmm. before, you know what you need to pack, you know what you need, you've been here before, nothing should catch you by surprise. And I am 110% that mum at the play date, at the park, asking people for wipes, asking if anyone's got a spare towel because my baby just chucked everywhere. And <laughs> have you got a nappy? Because, oh, I thought I had nappies again. But, you know, last week I didn't have nappies. I still don't have nappies this week. I am always <laughs> caught out being completely and utterly disorganized. I call myself a wallet mum, which which is just like I leave the house with a wallet and that's it. 
Yeah. And I, all my friends are good mums who have bloody bento boxes full of all the right snacks. They have wipes, they have nappies. So I just hang out with a lot of good mums, which helps buffer out my inability to be organised. I'm looking at you though, and I'm feeling like you are a good mum. You're an organised <laughs> mum, aren't you? I am on, admit it. I am not. Uh, like I could not relate to that more where I'd be like the other day I went for a walk and I was like you think by the third child Georgie blew out everywhere went into my nappy bag which I did remember the nappy bag but the nappy bag wasn't packed there were no wipes in it and there was there was a spare change of clothes sorry but it was four zeros from when she was a fresh fresh newborn this baby is seven kilos of chunk she could get like a finger through it like oh, I am spirit animals because this is me as well. Whenever I do accidentally happen to have spare clothes, they are like preemie newborn clothes, <laughs> which my kids have never fit into. No, Georgia was never even in four zeros. Oh, and I just think, where am I going to actually? And then, but I don't know about you. I have like plastic forks and spoons and like disposable bibs, pseudocrine, random things that I never use. I have a lot of that, yeah. but I don't have a nappy or a wipe. And it just oh. blows my mind that I haven't learned the time round. Come on, Laura, pull your socks up, pack your bag, be organized. So I was just thinking, I went for a walk the other day. Granted, I went for an unexpectedly long walk with some friends. So I didn't bring anything. I had Luca and the carrier. Luca did a blowout as well. And so I thought, well, oh, this is awkward. What am I going to do? Like we were a good half an hour from being home. So I was like, poor thing. I don't really want her sitting in poo that whole time thinking nappy rash. So I was like, well, just got to do what you got to do when you're a wallet mum. So changed her nappy, wiped her, wiped her as much as I could with the actual nappy. It's just pretty clean. Yeah. And then she'd done a blowout in her onesie. So I was like, hmm, okay. So I wrapped her up in my jumper. So I took one for the team really, didn't I? And then <laughs> put her back in the carrier, in my jumper, no nappy on, walked a half an hour home and just prayed to God she did not do another poo on me because there was no protection. <laughs> and my sister-in-law was just laughing. She's like, oh my God, like you are <laughs> Look so at fast baby. and loose. <laughs> so yeah. That is, I, I, I'm really like, it's like, I'll be walking out the door and just the other day I got like the popcorn packet and it was still in the packet and I chucked in a couple of apples and I was like, there's your bento box, you know. (laughs) That's what I do. I chuck in fruit only. There's no lunch boxes. Nothing's cut up. It doesn't look pretty. If you're really that hungry, you will have that apple. That's exactly right. You don't need other snacks. (laughs) Oh, so good. How good was that episode? Now, I don't want to feel like I'm tooting my own horn, but like I said in the intro, I just feel like this sort of conversation is really important to have. And I know a lot of women, especially at the moment when we're isolated and not able to have these parkside, you know, playgroup style chats. And I just really wanted to put it out there with Jen um, so that you guys can feel like you're not alone in your feelings of matrescence if you are going through similar things that we've been through. And so I really hope that helped anyone that is transitioning through matrescence and there's no end date on matrescence either. So remember that you don't just stop matrescence. We're third time round and still experiencing matrescence, but in a very different light. So I hope that just helped relate to anyone who is going through that. And remember that I have done a whole podcast series on matrescence with the wonderful Nikki McCann. Go back and look through uh, the podcast. It is called Matrescence and we've done a good podcast series on that for you to wrap your head around that. 
Um, so be kind to yourself if you're going through this right now. It took us three goes to really lean into this and learn and be confident and like really soak it up and go through that magical journey. So be kind to yourself if you're only just beginning to understand this concept right now. Um, and if you'd love to chat with Jen about this more, she's amazing. Go find her on Instagram at Jen Butler Early Parenting. She's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, she shares very openly on her Instagram. Um, as do I, you can come find me at Physio Laura. I always love to chat. If something resonated with you on this podcast, I really would love to hear from you. So come slide into my DMs. <laughs> I try and keep on top of them as best I can. But come and chat to me. I really love it. And mostly where I hang out at the moment is inside the Pregnancy Posse. So if you love a good chat, if you want to have a chat with me, if you want to ask me any of your burning pregnancy questions, I hang out in the Pregnancy Posse a lot. That is my membership program for pregnant women. We do weekly Q&As where I answer all of your questions. We have a beautiful community forum where you can feel supported and in that warm, beautiful environment with other women. And we do weekly fun workouts. So if you're looking for a good endorphin hit, they are fantastic. They're 10 to 15 minutes long, super easy to fit into your day. And I really just want you to avoid do not Google any of your symptoms. From today onwards, if you feel like you want to go to Google and Google a symptom, please don't. Instead, go to thepregnancyposse.com, jump into my program, ask me that question instead so that you don't go down a three-hour rabbit hole that you did not want to be in. So if you want to learn more about that and come hang out with me there, you can find that at thepregnancyposse.com and you can trial it for seven days. Now, episode two will be coming out shortly and in episode two in this hashtag mum life series with Jen Butler, we're going to be talking all about baby sleep, such a hot topic. We're going to be going really honest, talking about how Georgie and Luca are sleeping at the moment. We're going to be talking about Jen's tips because that is her specialty, that is her professional expertise, but we're really going to pull it back to the relatable honest mum content. So we're just going to be talking about how we've personally managed sleep and our top tips and our best hacks to try and maximize sleep and the things we've learned again after having three babies that's helped sleep be less of a concern. So I hope you are all having a wonderful day. I'm looking at the ocean right now. Uh, the sun is out. I'm I'm feeling really good and Luca hasn't woken up from a nap yet. So I'm getting some work done. It's feeling awesome. I hope you have some good vibes today, mamas. And I will catch you soon for episode two in this hashtag mum life series. Mwah. Love to you all. See you soon.